Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Empowerment with Elizabeth. Today I'm here with my sweet new friend Ellie, and she is going to talk to us about being a state title holder and her experience at Miss America's Teen. So Ellie, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hello, my name is Ellie Offelt, and I am from Fargo, North Dakota. I am 16 years old and I attend Oak Grove School for high school my junior year. So I'm not in college yet and I'm not pursuing a career yet, but I I'm just loving my life in Fargo, North Dakota. I'm involved in theater, track and field, um, philanthropy and youth, and a lot of just school and youth group things around my community. So yeah. I love it. I love it. So talk about how you got started in pageantry. Yes. Yeah, so I was never really, I didn't really compete when I was a little girl, but my mom was Miss North Dakota 1996. So I always, every single summer, I would come into Williston, North Dakota, where we hold our state pageant, and I would sit in the audience and I was like, this is great, but I don't know if I could ever do that. I'm too scared. And then I did the princess program for a little while and I loved it. But again, I was like, could I do it? Could I not? And then my ninth grade year, I decided I'm going to try local. And I did um, Miss Summerfest Teen and I got a title and I went to state and I didn't win. And then I did it again and I ended up winning. So long story short, if it wasn't for my mom, I would not be here right now, probably. So yeah. I love that. What a good bonding experience too for you and your mom. That's so sweet. Yes, for sure. And you talked about, you know, you do musical theater. So talk about your talent. You know, we saw you absolutely crush it singing on at the Miss America at the Miss America's Teen um, prelims. So talk about your talent. How do you go about choosing a song for both state and then also nationals? Yeah, so for me, I've been a theater kid my entire life. Like that is just the epitome of my personality. And it's my home. It's my place. I feel just most like myself. And so choosing my state song, I chose um, Golden Slumbers slash Carry the Weight because it's from Sing the movie. And I kind of, I heard it on, I think like a TikTok. It was a trend at one point. And I was like, that's my song. And I changed it a month before the state competition. I had another song in mind and I was like, no, this is a God moment. Like, this is my song. And I chose it. And that's the song I sang at State. And I just, it was really an emotional connection to the song, just the beauty of it and the message behind it. And then choosing my song for nationals was, it felt impossible because like, what do you choose? I mean, there's so many songs in this world, so many messages through the songs. And I'm more like contemporary ballad type of girl. And so Somewhere Over the Rainbow came to my mind because um, when I was in fifth grade, I lost my grandma to cancer and she had fought it for about six years. And when she was really, really sick towards the end of her life, um, she would ask me to sing that for her. And it became this just as simple as the song is, it just became this memory for me. And I'd gone through a bunch of songs. I think I went through a song from the musical Big Fish. Um, I Don't Need a Roof, I think was the song. And I was like, this is it. And then I did a full 180 and I was like, nope, it's somewhere with a rainbow. So that's kind of how I chose it. But my board of directors gave me opportunity to work with a girl from um, the Twin Cities, Minnesota. And I was able to kind of put my own spin upon it. So the beginning of the song is acapella and then it goes into a snippet of the song and it ends acapella. So it was really just me putting my own, you know, spin and giving it character and depth that I was able to relate to. So yeah. I love it. I love it. And obviously that's just one phase of competition. So, um, you know, which one is your favorite out of talent? What is it? Onstage question, interview, yeah. evening gown, fitness, which one of those is your favorite and why? 
So at state, it was definitely interview because I love getting to talk to the judges and meet them and tell them about me. And I used to be really scared of that. I'm extroverted, but I have an introverted side and it was really terrifying. I'm like, what if they don't like me? And then my second year at state, I was able to just open up and just be myself. And I was like, they don't want me. They don't want me. And that's not God's plan. You know, it's got to be God's plan, whatever happens. So then at nationals, talent became my favorite just because of that story and the message behind it. It truly was, you know, getting to nationals is a huge thing in its own, you know, just existence. It's crazy that you're standing on that stage. And it was just really a moment of growth for me where I was like, I'm here. And I just did that. And I shared a story that was authentic to me and genuine to me. And even if I don't win, even if I don't, you know, get the crown or go home, there's so much that I'm gaining just from this experience with all these amazing girls. So talent, for sure, at Nationals. It was, I I think I, like, blanked out for a second. I was like, oh, my gosh, terrifying, but so amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And you said that interview was your favorite at State. And part of interview yeah. is, you know, talking about your CSI. So tell us what your CSI is and what you've been doing with it this year and also what your current projects or future plans are for it. Yes. Yeah, so my CSI is called Fuel Your Future, and it's based around a lot of topics, but what we've centered it on this year is mental health and nutrition put together. Um, Kind of how, not kind of, exactly how nutrition directly impacts our mental health and our everyday, you know, outlook on life, our positivity, our moods, everything is impacted by nutrition. And it's something that a lot of us can, you know, control and focus on in a healthy way. Um, I... It kind of started because in middle school, I had a really, really skewed idea of, you know, nutrition. I thought that skinny was beautiful and to be skinny, I didn't have to eat a lot. That's not true at all. And it sent me into a really bad place and a place I don't want to go to again. And my parents luckily were able to teach me the value of nutrition and, you know, how it's important and healthy to eat food. And that seems like such an obvious thing. But for me, and I know a lot of girls it doesn't feel that way because, um, you know, our society is really hard on people and, you know, body image and everything. Long story short, I chose to focus on this and I was able to, you know, grow it just through that personal story. And I this year have been working with the American Heart Association to be able to grow it to, you know, bridge the gap between heart health and nutrition because it has a really big impact on, you know, our heart health in you know, past, present, and future. As a kid, I'm able to focus on, you know, my nutrition is something that I can control and something I can handle. And so if we find, you know, the correlation and we have through research, how nutrition directly impacts our heart health, we can actually prevent ourselves from having, you know, bigger heart health issues in the future of our lives. And so that was something that has been a huge, you know, a thing I never thought would happen in this year and then they reached out to me and I was like yes let's talk about it let's make you know let's bridge something together so that we can make an impact in my state and also on a national level and of course we are a partner with the American Association at Miss America Teen and Miss America so it was kind of perfect when they announced the um you know the collaboration I was like oh my gosh this is it like we've <laughs> found you know like I can talk about this and the judges can hear about this so yeah, that's stuff I've been doing this year. And a lot of my work, um, and I've just chosen this personally, is more in person and not in um, a lot of, you know, big spaces. I have been able to talk at a lot of schools and assemblies.
um, as I had a local title and at my state title. And during the spring, I'll be able to do that too a little bit more as I'm not preparing for nationals as much. Um, but a lot of my work has just been one-on-one -on -one with girls. And obviously I don't want to like take my camera out and be like, okay, talk about all of the things you've been through. Like, it's hard to do that. So a lot of my work has just been that in-person um, talking and being a person, like a person-on-person -person conversation and just telling them, like, I've, I've been through, I know what you're feeling. Let's talk about it. Like, let's just be able to find common ground and have empathy and compassion for each other because we shouldn't be ashamed of the things that we're going through. Like, it's a struggle, but also if we can find someone that feels that same struggle as us, we can make it beautiful. And so that's kind of the work I've been doing. And it's been amazing. It's like the job, like the dream job I've ever had. So I'm I love so that. Busy. I love that. I have a degree in nutrition. So that makes me really happy that that's what you're oh like. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But talk about, you know, you competed for an, two years. So talk about why this year you think the judges selected you to represent the state. Yeah, I so this is something that I love to talk about because I think it's really important to note the change that happened from my first year competing to my second year. So my first year, I was coming out of ninth grade into 10th grade, and I was a girl in high school that was trying to figure out who she was. I still am figuring out who I am, but I was just not as confident in myself. And I had a CSI that I cared about, but I was still not comfortable completely sharing my story behind it. I hadn't done a lot of healing on my own from that. And I also didn't have a song that I loved. It was from a past show that I did. And in the moment when I did that show, I loved it. And it just kind of fell. The meaning wasn't there anymore for me. So I just wasn't authentically me. And I looked to find myself in the girls around me. And I can learn from people around me and that's beautiful, but I am myself and I need to be, you know, myself or else the judges obviously get confused and it's just, it's really confusing. So my second year, I was actually weird thing. I was really scared going into the week because I had not done a lot of social media posting. And that was just a personal choice that I made for myself um, because social media, if we don't use it correctly, it can be damaging to ourselves. And it's a beautiful thing in connecting with people. I love it. And I've learned how to use it in a positive way. But at the time, it was not, you know, a positive space for me. So I wasn't on social media a lot. And I was like, the judges are not going to like it because I'm not on social media. And I was so scared. And I hadn't done, um, I thought I hadn't done enough with my CSI. And, but what I didn't realize was that I had done a lot of work on myself and I had joined track and figured out that I love to run and it's a space for me to decompress and get my stress and anxiety and just being overwhelmed, just it goes away. And I had truly become a confident version of myself. And it was the work I did on my own in those few months that was way more important than, you know, figuring out the little details. And I showed up, I wore the same dress for my first year because I still loved it. And the feeling during the week was peace. My first year, it was chaos and stress and I was overwhelmed. And there was just a shift in my, you know, my mind where I didn't, I think subconsciously, I was okay with being exactly who I was. And I wasn't scared of if they wanted it or not, because I was so secure, um, in the plans that the Lord had for me and whatever happens, happens, and it'll be my life. And so that's kind of the shift that happened. And I don't even know how I got there. I don't know how it happened, but it was just, I could just, I remember 
after getting crowned, I went home and the next day we were driving home from Williston, North Dakota. And I live in Fargo, so it's like a six hour drive. And I was just sitting there with like my crown and sash to my right. I'm like, what is my life? And then to my left is the beautiful Badlands of North Dakota. And I'm just thinking, I'm like, there was a change in me. And I have, I understood that. And I was like, okay, I can be confident in that. Like they're, they want me and let's go like be me for the year and just pursue my passion. So that was the change that happened. It was crazy, but yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Um, so talk about your prep for Miss America's teen. You know, what did it look like? What did you focus on? Oh my goodness. So I had about seven months of prep, which most of the girls from years past, it was a year, like a, not a, not a year, a month and a half two months, at least from when our state um, crowns our title holders. And so I was able to kind of just, you know, really, really dig deep into the things that I wanted to work on myself. So I guess first, starting with interview, my directors and my state board were able to put together, I think I did about like 20 or 30 mock interviews, which I guess for seven months, that's not a lot, but it was like a lot of mock interviews. And it wasn't it was some of them were very professional on Zoom or in person. And some of them were just like one person on the phone giving me a mock interview and just making sure my mind is you know, processing questions. And, you know, if I get stuck on the question, make sure that I know how to answer it next time. So mock interviews were my saving grace. Even though that was my best phase of competition, I still needed to work on it and still, you know, get better and better at it. Um, and then for talent, so the talent phase of competition I work with a voice coach here in Fargo, North Dakota, and I've worked with her for about a year and a half, almost two years now. And it was just, you know, weekly lessons, sometimes twice a week, sometimes every other week, just whenever I had time, of course, um, to go in and practice. And it was really just, it's like the most fun thing ever because I get, I got to choose a song that I loved and then I just get to go sing it like once or twice a week and work on that. And a lot of it was working on, you know, my tone and on my balance and singing and projecting and everything. And also finding that emotional side and making sure I connect every word with an emotion so that when I'm on the stage, I can, you know, have the pinpointed moments where I feel the certain emotion that connects to memory, you know? So yeah. I worked with a voice coach and I love my voice coach, like literally my saving grace. I love her. And then fitness wise, I love working out. I love, you know, keeping myself physically fit and I run a lot. So I basically just kind of live normally because I work out, you know, really like three to five times a week, give or take. Cause obviously if you're not feeling like you can work out, we shouldn't push ourselves. That's not healthy. And so I run a lot. And in the summer I do weightlifting for track in the winter. I do a lot of um, cardio training so that my shins are able to take a little bit of a break after the track season, but then in the spring that I'm going into now, I'll obviously be going back into track and training like that. So a lot of it was running and cardio and abs and arm workouts and also just making sure that I was like in the right place to go to Miss America's team because it's kind of scary. Like, obviously you have the title and people are like, well, you're here for a reason, but it's still terrifying because you're going and just here I am. Hopefully you like me. <laughs> like, well, that's scary. Um, and 50 of us, you know, obviously didn't get a crown. And so it's, that's like, it can like your worst fear, but I had gotten to a place where I think I was again, okay, with not winning. And if I did win, that's great. And that's the Lord's plan for me. But if I didn't, I had come to a point where 
I was okay with that because that means another beautiful girl gets that opportunity. So that was kind of the prep I did. I can't, I mean, I kept my nutrition really balanced and I focused on getting all my vitamins and I talked to my doctor a lot about just being sure I'm fueling my body correctly. And um, I, that's kind of all the prep that I did. Any other time that I had, I was being a junior in high school. So it was, yeah, that's the prep I had. I love it. I love it. And talk about, you know, when you were actually there, what was your favorite part about Miss America's Teen Week? Oh my goodness. There's so many parts. I'm trying to think of one. I think that the sisterhood, and that's cliche for, you know, a pageant girl to say, but the genuine sisterhood that I felt, I mean, it was literally 50 other girls that have the most like pure, kind, genuine hearts that are just, you know, like they're different from me, but also like they're the same and they actually support you. Like the amount of one-on-one conversations I had while we were like in these very expensive dresses, just sitting on the floor of a hallway, waiting for a bus, like just learning about these girls. And it's a girl from each state. So they have different, you know, traditions and values and morals and everything. And it was so beautiful to just hear their stories. And I mean, going home, I have so many friendships and relationships. I already have, a, like, we're already planning a trip to New York with some of the girls to go see some Broadway shows because we're, we just like want to see each other and be able to be in each other's presence. And I think it really is just that you're, I mean, you're with these girls for, for us, it was 10 days and it's like every hour of the day, minus maybe five hours of you in your room sleeping, you're with each girl. And so it, you truly, you're kind of like forced to make the relationships, but like, you will just because they're amazing women and you're just like, oh my goodness, I look up to you. You're so talented and passionate about everything. So I would say the sisterhood was my favorite part of the week. I love that. I love that that was your experience. Mm -hmm. Final question. If you could give one piece of advice to a girl competing at Miss America's Teen next year, what would it be? Okay. I think I would say it's very basic and kind of plain, but I'll explain after I say it. Take a deep breath because it's going to go by so fast. And I say that because my first day, the first official day of being at Miss America's Teen, we were, we sat in orientation for about two and a half hours and we were told everything that we needed for the entire week. And we wrote down like eight pages of notes and it was a little bit overwhelming and they didn't intend for that to happen, but it's just how it needed to happen because we needed to be aware of everything that was happening. Um, And that sent a lot of us into a really, scary place we were like oh my goodness we don't have like it it was just a little overwhelming and throughout the week there are definitely moments where I mean you have to be ready and on in your hair and makeup and outfit needs to be like perfect 24 7 because you have producers and camera people everywhere constantly and even at the hotel when you're walking like oh I want to go get a snack in my sweatpants like girl there's somebody videoing you like everywhere you walk so you kind of have to be like on all the time and So taking a deep breath and just like, I remember we were at a rehearsal and we were on the stage um, for that, our prelims and then our finals night, not our talent stage, but our, you know, finals night stage. Um, And I was just sitting there and somebody, there was like a group, we're in different, you know, I was in the Sigma group, we have different groups. So one of the groups was practicing and I was sitting there and they were practicing the lights and everything. And I just like looked up and I was like, holy cow, like I'm at Miss America's teen. And I just took a deep breath and I took it in. And there were so many moments where I was extremely overwhelmed and that's okay. Cause we're, I mean, like we're young girls, some of us are adults, but we're still young and still, you know, 
not sure what's going on sometimes and it can be a little overwhelming, but taking that deep breath and just being like, okay, this is like looking back on the week. I wish I could go back. I wish I could just like be there again and just be in the moment and, you know, feel the stress sometimes, but, you know, like make it out alive and have so much fun with it. So just taking that deep breath and just reminding yourself that it's going to fly by so fast, like 10 days, it felt like maybe three. And so that deep breath is super important. I took a lot of deep breaths. So that's my advice to someone. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Ellie, for coming on and sharing about your title and your experience at Miss America's Teen and just know that we were cheering for you. Yes. Thank you so much. Of course. And I will see the rest of y'all on our next episode. Bye, y'all.